is Laura. And I'm Haley. And welcome to our show. This is our first episode. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, so this is just two chicks with opinions. Talking about our opinions. On opinions, yeah. On opinions. <laughs> and obviously we feel like everybody wants to know what our opinions are because we have what an inflated sense of self-worth i mean i want to hear what my opinions are well yeah i mean obviously i think our opinions are important i agree and we sit around talking about shit all the time so we figured why not share it with you all yeah so um today we thought we would talk about kind of the places we've lived and our opinions on those places our experiences on those places to kind of give you an intro of who we are and why we are the way we are. And what has molded our opinions on our opinions. That's right. <laughs> and like I was telling Haley, my favorite thing to ask like my people when I'm talking to them is like, why are you the way you are? <laughs> and it's not really a it's not really a compliment. But so I have a feeling that everybody's gonna agree with that when we talk about our lives. <laughs> it's not oh. a good thing. <laughs> so um I will start. Uh, hey, well, Haley and I both live in Washington State. That's probably pretty important to uh, mention. That is true. Um, I would say that we both live outside of Seattle because when you live in Western Washington, like everybody just lives like so many minutes away from Seattle. But mm-hmm. uh, I live in Tacoma, and Haley lives in Renton. 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 <laughs> Haley lives in Renton. So Haley really does live right outside of Seattle, and I really do live in Tacoma. Approximately 25 minutes away from Seattle with no traffic. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, that is the Western Washington way of giving your geographical location. It's mm-hmm. like, how many minutes away from Seattle with no traffic? With traffic, 35 to 40. Yeah. <laughs> and again, welcome. I live in Tacoma. So, so like 20 hours. <laughs> 100 hours in deadlock traffic all the time. <laughs> So, um, but I was born and raised in Eastern Washington where there are no forests and there is no rain in case anyone listening doesn't know that exists in Washington. It does. But Washington's just forks. <laughs> right. Twilight. Yeah. It's not, it's not that way. It's not that way. I live where the apples grow. Um, so we, I grew up in Eastern Washington in a town of about 6,000 people. Um, it's pretty, uh, conservative. To say, to say the, the least, least. <laughs> um, it is a area where there's a lot of white people and there's a lot of Latino people, but we are still very, you know, very much, uh, very much here for the building of the wall. I mean, I'm build not gonna... the wall, but keep the tacos. <laughs> yeah. Like we love your culture, but please don't come here. Um, no, I'm not going to speak directly for all of those people, but. I'll shit on your hometown. It's fine. <laughs> Haley can shit on my hometown because, like, she doesn't have family living there. So all my family still lives there. So I have to be cautious. Um, so really exciting upbringing. Like, you either on a Friday night went to a football game or you hung out at a uh, car wash if you oh. had, like, a boyfriend with a big truck. Ooh. Yeah. like Big vibes there. Love big it. vibes. We used to have what we called the Hick parking lot. <laughs> Lots of Confederate flags flying out the back of trucks. Damn straight. And I'm like, y'all never even been to the South. <laughs> Why do you have the Confederate flag? I don't the quite. The east side is the South of Washington. <laughs> I, I don't quite understand, but okay. Um, but I'm sure there were like house parties and stuff going on, but like I was not invited to those. Like <laughs> kids knew. <laughs> kids knew I was not the kid to invite. Um, I was a fucking nerd. In, big old nerd yeah for the most part i was in marching band i was in choir all my friends were in drama um tracks <laughs> i was a member of the asb um and was was pretty yeah i was like quintessential like total kiss ass like perfect attendance we're that, very similar that, in that so. that vibe like elementary school where you've got those little card sheets yeah. like the colors if my if I had to pull my card from green to white and game over like, I, I oh my god send me the send me to jail. <laughs> I'm a terrible kid. <laughs> yeah, so I have four. Uh, there's four of us in my sibling group, and um, I'm definitely like was the overachiever. Still am. Like to say best child, obviously. <laughs> in case anyone was wondering. Especially if anyone from my family is listening. <laughs> you know who you are. 
and you're not the favorite. Sorry. your reality. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the like most trouble I ever got in in school was uh, I got in trouble because my parents, who I thought were ultra liberals when I was a kid, um, super involved in the labor movement, super like that's a huge foundation of my life, and we'll talk about that in another episode. Absolutely. But, um, I wore a Teamsters for Carrie Edwards t-shirt to school and my school was where our local town voted. So in Washington state, you're not allowed to um, like advertise any parties in the polling place. Um, It's different in every state, but our laws, I think it's like 50 yards or something from the polling place. Mm -hmm. And I was wearing this shirt and uh, the principal's like, you have to take that off. Um, take your shirt off. You have to take your shirt off. <laughs> like that'd be a whole different story. <laughs> a whole different story if the principal's like, "Hey, sis, take your shirt off." Um, and I was like, "Absolutely not." And I called my dad, and my dad's like, "She will not." And oh, I'm calling the it. district attorney, and we're going to threaten to sue you. And then he's like, "Well, I have this jersey she could put on. She could put on this Oregon Ducks jersey." And my dad was like, no. "Absolutely not." <laughs> no. In case you know anything about here, like. Not that my dad is like religious. Something religious. about the or- the Oregon Ducks really rubbed him the wrong way. I don't yeah. know. It's not well, like he's religiously involved in any political or uh, sporting activities, but for some reason he was very off put by that. I mean, my mother is from Oregon, so <laughs> my sister and I shit on Oregon all the time in front of her. We're like, Oregon sucks, and she gets so mad. So yeah, it's a thing. It's a vibe. Okay, good. So um. <laughs> Fuck the ducks. Fuck the ducks. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's the height of the trouble I got into in high school. <laughs> what a rebel. So, uh, yeah, really, really, you know, basically but- that Moxie movie that's now on Netflix. <laughs> that's me. I was that girl, except for not because I didn't, you know, actually act on the craziness. I just, yeah. You know, so. Well, I'm I'm proud of you for doing that. Thank you so much. Yeah. So God. proud. Thanks. I couldn't even vote. I was 17, by the way. <laughs> so, so I couldn't even vote. That was back in in 2004. Wait, 2004. Oh, good God. Let me do some math. Oh, my God. I think I was eight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a kid. This is a whole nother conversation as to how she thinks she's not part of Gen Z, but we'll just, we'll not I get into that right now. Because so. I've got my receipts <laughs> and you're going to be embarrassed when I get into it. Good. Well, all right. Well, tell us about your your upbringing. Yeah. Well, I was born and raised in good old Rentown. Um, it's a really good time. I've lived in the same house my entire life, minus seven months of my life where I lived in various other locations. Awesome. But for the most part, same house, same neighborhood, same old bullshit. Um... Little known fact, big known fact, uh, Renton is known for being the final assembly point for the Boeing 737. If it's not Boeing, I'm not going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The only reason why I bring that up is because I am a big time airplane nerd. Not really so much anymore because uh, I'm an adult and have a life, but... Uh, I did go to aviation high school, which... Aviation high school. Home of the airplanes. (laughs) And robots. Uh, I don't know. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, what is the mascot for aviation high school? Is it an airplane? No. So we actually kind of have two. Okay. The school, the... It is now... It is now Raysbeck Aviation High School, which is where I graduated from. The school mascot is the Phoenix because we rise from the ashes and are nerds and cool like that. Uh, but we also have... Very Harry Potter of y'all. Oh, absolutely. We Loving had one it. yearbook that, like, one year was themed, like, rising from the ashes. And it always, like, confused me because I'm like, nothing, ha- nothing happened. We're just rising from the ashes for no reason this year. Got it. Cool. Here You're like, there it. was no crisis last year no, the for us to rise. No, down or anything. Like nothing. <laughs> no planes crashed. We're fine. I'm sure a plane crashed somewhere, so. Well, yeah. I mean, statistically speaking, I'm sure it did. <laughs> I guess we did rise from the ashes. Uh, anyway, then there's also the robotics team where it, it was like the skunks, because our team was a skunk works robotics team, where we didn't have sports, but our robots played sports obviously we were a bunch of nerds anyway born and raised in renton um 
started out my school career being a public school kid, then was homeschooled for a little bit. Terrible. Not a good time. <laughs> Did Big Kath? Was that Big Kath? <laughs> She's going to kill die. you, first of all. She's going to kill you. Uh, we're leaving that in. <laughs> but Big Kath was my teacher, Kathy. Not Big Kath or Big Keith, Kathy. <laughs> It's um it's an Among Us situation, miscommunication. Her name is Kathy. Thank you very Kathy much. Kathy is Haley's mom, but I would be remiss if I didn't refer to her as Big Kath in at least one spot of this episode in every episode coming forward. Oh god, she's good. She's, she's literally gonna me. slip my throat, but it's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Um anyway, yes, she was my teacher. I mean, we did go to a homeschool center, but I would say in those Two, two, three years that I was homeschooled uh, almost ruined our relationship permanently. It was not a good situation. Then we went to private school, went to Seattle Christian, um, the Warriors. Uh, that was terrible. Oh, uh, surprised. Yeah. Shocked. Big time bullies. You know who you are. Of course. As if. It's literally Christian school. <laughs> like Everybody. <laughs> every single person that I know. Um. Which very, very, very fun fact, side fact that has nothing to do with anything. That treadmill on Facebook Marketplace. No. The guy is married to somebody that I went to school with from Seattle Christian. <laughs> super funny. Anyway, did vo- I, I played volleyball there. That was super fun. Bump sets bike. Hell yeah. I was like super good. Didn't do it the next year because the coach like all the students at the school was a big old bitch. So <laughs> was done with that. Um, I'm glad you were very similar to me in like any ma- manner of authority that was mean or I didn't like. I was like, fuck this quitting. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, I'm going to quit. My parents are like, eh, fine. Well, what's funny is that she was also like the PE coach. And oh, let me tell you, I, any excuse I could come up with to not participate in PE I had it. Um, and so when I left, so then once I left the private school, I went to aviation where, again, the robots do the sports. So we didn't have PE. You're like, this is perfect. Yeah. And so I went back to visit for some reason because I thought I had friends at this Christian school like an idiot, like one friend out of everybody. Um, but I went back to visit and I don't even remember her name. This PE teacher, I, I I was walking down the hall or whatever, and she's like, oh, well, I hope you're doing PE in high school. And I was like, mm, my school doesn't have PE, so I don't have to fucking worry about that. <laughs> have a nice day. <laughs> she was so pissed. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, don't fuck with me. Moral of the story. Very. Because I will hazy. verbally destroy you. <laughs> In my mind, I verbally destroyed her oh, with that yeah, comment. Like, take down. <laughs> Ta jokes on you. I'll have PE. I'm gonna just be a fat ass doing nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Um. God. But yeah, so that was my life. Uh, we, I, you're talking about you guys would go and hang out at the car wash. I, I did nothing with anybody because I didn't get my license until I was like 19 um and because i went to aviation high school it was like over in burien anybody who knows anything about washington knows where that is everybody who doesn't sorry (laughs) that's That's like the one thing about living around here and once you get into high school and if you go to like a specialized high school or you go to a private high school or you just like it's funny because in a small town it's like there is one high school. Like yeah. everybody goes to that high school. So it's like, there's like a central location. Whereas like what you're saying is like, well, I went to high school over in Berrien. Like, so it's, we're all spread out. It's not like we all live in like within a quarter mile of each other. Exactly. We had people coming. They, they would take like trains to get to school. Right. So yeah, everybody was kind of spread out all like the group that I kind of was with in high school, they all went to middle school, elementary school together in Burien. So it was, I mean, like 20, 30 minutes away. It wasn't right. crazy far. Um, but when you can't drive. Yeah. I was over here on my Renton Island where everybody was getting shot up and, you know, that's fine. Renton gets such a bad rap. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, 
fair. Shit goes on at the park across the street. Um, <laughs> anyway. Which is, which is tr- worrisome <laughs> considering I bring my child here. <laughs> it's, it's in the dead of night. It's fine. Oh, okay. Sometimes good. in the light of day, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, see? Oh um, my God. But anyway, so I wouldn't, we wouldn't, I wouldn't hang out well much. Like I just hung out at home. Like I didn't go anywhere. We would sometimes go like ice skating as like a friend groups down in Kent. Oh, at Showwear? Yeah. No. Yeah? No. No. It's like near there. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Don't question me. <laughs> <laughs> Very confident in that answer. Yeah. Uh, we'd also go to South Center Mall. Oh, yeah. Go see movies. I remember one oh. time I, this was my one, like, I'm sticking it to my parents, like, fuck those bitches. Yeah. Because I wasn't really like that. Granted, I have a lot of issues with my family. Um, I was pretty much a rule follower. And one time I, I left the house, just like took a bus down to the mall and my dad and Nicole were off doing something. I don't know. They weren't there. Kathy had hopped in the shower as I was leaving. And when she came out, she's like, afterwards, she was like, well, I didn't care that you left. Like that was fine. I mean, you were 15, like typical, just like whatever. As long as you didn't take my credit card, I didn't care. I'm like, fair. I should have grabbed it. Yeah. But I was such a rule follower, I didn't know that that was an option. <laughs> right. Like, but it never crossed my mind. Yeah. And so I go, we, we go and watch a movie at the mall, and I get a voicemail from, from, <laughs> you better be home by the time I get home. And I'm like, that was like three hours ago. Like, Fuck whatever. Me. Never did anything. Never did anything about it. So no. I, I was a rule follower, but also there weren't really any rules to follow. Right. Well, yeah, I think, um, I made, I made up my own rules to follow. Don't steal the credit card. Right. You're like, I didn't even know that was a rule and I was following it. <laughs> um, I was, the, I'm the youngest of the siblings. And so like, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the same. Like they didn't have to make a bunch of strict rules for me because like, I wasn't being rebellious. Like, yeah. It was a re- okay. Yeah. It- I wasn't breaking any rules to begin with. So it's not like I had a bunch of set, like, hard and fast rules. It's yeah. like, cool. Well, exactly. I'm home most of the time, so it's not like I need a curfew. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I know. Like, on the on the very, like, occasional times that I was out with my friends, you know, my mom would be like, oh, just, you know, let me know where you are, what you're doing, whatever. Right. Good God. Like, on the hour, I would text her, well, now we're here and we're going here and did it. She'd be like you don't need to text me that much. Like your dad and I are out as well. Like Like, you're, you're, you're bumming me out. Good, You're killing the vibe. So if you could stop killing the vibe, I I almost forgot I had kids. I just want you to know in case I die, where I am, what road we're on, like where we're going to be. And -and so-and-so said that this is what's going to happen here. And like, Oh God, the anxiety. Poor Kathy. I think, I think about all the time. And like, I had a conversation with Kathy about it. I was like, if I knew then what I know now, I would have gotten in so many fights in school, like with these bullies, like with these people that I just like that I just brushed off and like didn't do anything about. Oh, y'all are lucky that I was such a rule follower. You guys would have been, oh, oh, (laughs) would have been over for you, bitches. Yeah, (laughs) it would have been. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Good thing I have uh, moral compass. Yeah. Unlike you. Very strong. Very strong and firm moral compass, keeping you on the straight and narrow. (laughs) Um, All right. So that's high school um, written. Um, And then I went to college in Bellingham, Washington. So did my sister. Western Washington University, home of the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, the year I started college, they got rid of the football team to help save the budget. <laughs> so that should really explain where I went to college. Um, they had like this hippy dippy side college called Fairhaven. It's oh like, my god! It's like in the trees. It was like the trees, and they all had the hairy legs and armpits. In my mind, but I did work I'm with sure a girl they... named Zoe who definitely did and <laughs> thought that she could use a crystal for deodorant hey and that's a thing now i know and i'm still holding firm to the fact that it's total fucking bullshit so please <laughs> try it please put on some lady speed stick and save us all <laughs> i'm just kidding like but please put on some deodorant Why? i don't care if it's not any if it's not antiperspirant fine I know I get what you're it. getting for Christmas. The, I swear to fucking God, if I get a crystal for my pits, <laughs> I'm going to hit you in the face with it. Um, 
So I went to school there. I majored in sociology. Uh, also, very white. I don't know if anyone's been to Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Super white. Like, I think it's almost 80% white. Also, a lot... It's either, like, I feel like it's either college students yeah. or retired people. It's like, col- it's, like, college students, retired people, or people who work at the college. Yeah. Like, that's that's A lot of there. historical houses, though. Like, very yeah. pretty. They have a lot of, yeah, they do. And, like, the Fairhaven neighborhood, not to be confused with the hippie school, mm. um, is super cool and whatever. But it's, like, outrageous to live there mm-hmm. um, if you aren't getting financial aid so um yeah went to school there worked at value village which is where i worked with zoe oh nice so it was uh that fits the vibe yeah man she once told me this story about how she uh did some mushrooms and then laid in a creek with a crystal i'm like is that the same crystal you use in your armpits sick (laughs) it's ineffective in case you were wondering no Can we just lay in a creek with a crystal and see what happens? We don't oh need the god. mushrooms. Oh my god! And she, oh god, very vivid memories of this girl. She had dreads, and <laughs> uh, you always wore like gaucho pants. Those are coming back with unshaved legs. So like oh. super hairy. Oh god! <laughs> she Zoe was the reason we had to put up like a memo for like, please, you know, make sure like the win the summer months are coming. So please be in mind that be courteous. Wear deodorant. <laughs> yes. And she please. was like, hmm, wonder what that's about. That's weird. I use my crystal every day. Yeah. Doesn't apply to me. Well, maybe you should start using quartz instead of amethyst because it's not working, <laughs> ma'am. Anyway. Um, Switch up the routine. <laughs> so uh, definitely more liberal because the college is there. So I felt felt a little bit more comfortable. But um, I don't think Bellingham and Whatcom County are super, super liberal in general. Like mm-hmm. outside of the college, it's definitely still very much like lots of white people who all are very white um it's like not people who happen to be white they're white people and if you don't know the difference look it up um (laughs) do your research do your research after college after i graduated from college uh i worked at t-mobile uh call center deals on wheels easily the worst job i've ever had (laughs) i worked there for like 18 months maybe two years i can't remember um the worst literally the worst i love the town of bellingham but like those two years of my life make me hate that place so you were like answering the calls yeah for like yeah my bill yes so you had to deal with big cath nobody is calling you at the call center when they're happy what of course. like ain't nobody calling to give you commendations You're on your level of the service Karens. they're pissed because their phone doesn't work or their bill is jacked and it was like right when like people started buying games and stuff on their phones and they would get those like 9.99 service charges and like whatever that's Mm. when i started working there and it was a nightmare um in addition (laughs) t-mobile is one of those like we're a family magenta madness yeah kind of groups and so they're very much like manufacturing this like really happy environment and it's like listen I don't want to listen to black eyed peas playing in the background while this ma'am <laughs> is yelling at me for being a bitch because her bill is $450. Which is your fault. Which is my fault, even though she got everyone and her family an unlimited plan and an iPhone and data and unlimited, you know, whatever. But no, yeah. it's my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, here, fun fact, best story about working at T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. I had a man call... <laughs> And uh, I cried. Just oh the, like, just know I cried. I'm already excited. Yeah. Um, he called and basically he wanted to use me as a phone sex operator, an unwilling phone sex operator. So I was like, um, thank you for calling T-Mobile. This is Laura. How can I help you today? And he's like, <sighs> and like proceeds to just, and here's the thing in T- at T-Mobile, you have to tell customers three times, sir. Please stop that inappropriate conversation or I'm going to have to disconnect the line. You have to tell them that three times. I would be like, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you have to do it three times and then you can hang up. And like by the third time, I'm just like silent sobbing because he's just like molesting my ear hole. 
and I, there's nothing I can do. Oh my god! And then someone in the same call center got a call from him that same night. So yeah, it's very horrendous. Horrendous job. Horrendous job. Um, the city itself, though, like occasionally I think about going back there just because I have like pretty fun memories. It's like a good small mm-hmm. town, beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, and it was a really cool place to live. I will tell you, just as a Washingtonite, mm-hmm. you'll get this. Um, I moved into my apartment in Bellingham when I uh, was getting ready to start college in 2007. 2007. I got my acceptance letter to UW that day. i was pissed yeah uw is like notorious for sending out late acceptance letters and like pushing out their timelines (laughs) i wouldn't know i didn't apply (laughs) and i had already like signed my lease i moved in like literally that day had already set up my forwarding for my mail so i got the mail that day burned that place to the ground rise from the ashes (laughs) (laughs) yeah like a phoenix um yeah p.s uh unwilling hufflepuff no wait no i'm not a hufflepuff ew if you were a hufflepuff i would kick you out of this house right now keelan's a hufflepuff that's my boyfriend um her friend (laughs) listen Sometimes you reply all to a work email and you never live it down. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe someday we'll touch on it. Probably not. But that's that's the inside scoop on that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, unwilling Gryffindor over here. So I am the a, Phoenix fits. I am a full-blooded Slytherin and it shows. It shows. Literally nothing surprising about that. As yeah. this show progresses, you will, you will feel it. Mm-hmm. You'll feel the ice-cold blood in her veins. <laughs> So, yeah, that's pretty much it for my college career. My college career was very quick. Three months. August, September, October, November. Five months. Ooh, math. I have to really count them <laughs> that's out. That's why it was so short. <laughs> good, good. good out of math. <laughs> it just did not. <laughs> I mean, it didn't help that I never went to class. But um, That's usually a downfall in college. <laughs> Don't go to class ever? Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> You're going to be counting your months on your hands. <laughs> Um, I went to GCU, Grand Canyon University, down in Phoenix, Arizona. Isn't that like a religious school? Lopes up, sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Lopes up. I lived in Suaro Hall in room three-something. 333? Three, 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 three? Side note. 666, six, six, more like it. I had my own apartment my entire time I was in college because, again, I wanted, obviously, not to have any friends, <laughs> to be isolated all the time. Well, I was like, college, woo, and Christian college, woo, and like, I am not super religious anymore, nor was I when I really went to school there, but it was cheap, and I was here for it. Um, So there were six girls in my dorm room. Yikes. Yeah, there were three. That's like my fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. There were, so there was, like, a a communal, like, living room, very small kitchen, like, not even, like, a stove or anything, just, like, a sink. And then two bedrooms off the side, so three in each room, and then two bathrooms, one connected to each bedroom. And it was a good time. Uh, I started out as friends with all of my roommates as a good child who does. follows the rules. <laughs> I have to be friends with everybody. Um, before before classes even started, one of them almost died, and I had to bring him to the emergency room. I had to call my mom the first weekend of school in a panic. Like, this I'm not gonna happens. I'm not gonna say any names. Like the people who know the <laughs> story, are, like they know who it is. <laughs> you know who you are. This is what happens when you release religious kids into the wild by themselves. <laughs> yeah. I yes there were there was alcohol involved I was not drinking because I was the one who was in charge of making sure everybody got home because there's six of us yeah which story of my life I'm fine it's fine everything's fine um and good god dry campus so you can't do any of this on campus so we'd go to ASU (laughs) because it's like That's one of the biggest party schools in the United yeah, States. Yeah, and it's not that far from, <laughs> from GCU. Perfect. Um, whoever works at GCU, if they ever listen to this, they're going to be like, 
God damn it. Absolutely not. No, they wouldn't I'm... say God damn it. Come on. Oh, They'd fair. Like, gosh, In their head. Gosh darn it. Absolutely not. Let's pray for all darn of the tootin'. children. <laughs> darn darn tootin'. tootin'. Um, I'm giving away all the secrets, so sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, drugs. Allegedly drugs. <laughs> alcohol involved. Anyway, because we couldn't go back to campus, because this person was literally dead your to the body, world. Your body is a vessel, so you can't bring alcohol on campus. If you're drunk, you're bringing well, alcohol. Because we, no. We that just was Western's rule. Well, your that body could is be. A camp, your body is a vessel. I wouldn't know because I followed the rules, <laughs> right. how that works. But I just knew, okay, this chick is passed out. We, if we bring her back, we're going to get in trouble. Everyone's in trouble. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's just get a hotel room. So I find the sketchiest hotel room. Cheap hotel room. <laughs> They'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> yeah. It was disgusting. Absolutely horrendous. I don't even want to get into it. We ended up having to call 911 because I called Kathy and I was like, what do I do? I know this. I was like, I prefaced the conversation because this was like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, you're like, I'm fine. Hey, mom. Um, so I know that this is not the phone call that you want to be getting my first weekend at college. And she's like, oh, my God, what? So I told her and she's like, well, you need to call 911. But whoever calls 911, I don't know how this is the rule here or if it's the rule there or if it's just a rule. If it's like whoever calls 911 is in charge of the bill for the ambulance. Oh, dang. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Uh, dipping on that. Like, I'm not making the call. Put the drunk girl on the phone. Yeah. And so then <laughs> we're like, okay, well, let's call this girl's parents. So we made her parents who lived. Like three-way 911? <laughs> yeah. Who lived like a couple hours away. So they made the call. Uh, oh I was the God. only sober one, so the other girls went back to campus with the fire truck, and I went in the ambulance with her, and we went to the hospital. So then I called Kathy back in the morning at 5 o'clock when she got up for work. Her parents still weren't there. I was the only one there. I was exhausted. We're all dressed up. Like going Full out. makeup. I look like shit. So I called her. I'm like, hey, I'm still here. Da, da. I'm just sitting here waiting. And she's like, well, just be prepared for her parents to be, like, super pissed at you. And I'm like... Well, that's bullshit. I didn't make this chick do what? Do whatever. not tell me they were mad at you. Well, I, Kathy wanted to meet, wanted her daughter to be prepared for any situation that happened. Yeah. So then I finally was let into the room with this girl. And you like, don't know her. No, I met her three days ago. They're like, is she allergic to any medications? I'm like, I don't even know her last name. You're like, I think she's allergic to alcohol. That's probably what happened here. <laughs> yeah. It might be cocaine. I don't know. She's allergic to it. Yeah. She's having a bad reaction. <laughs> yeah. So I finally am in there for like two seconds. And then her parents come, her, her parents come in. And I'm like, like shaking because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't be in trouble. I'm a good kid. <laughs> and they were very grateful and like. It was, it, they were not mad at me. They were very... This was probably not her first hurrah. No, it was not, <laughs> which we soon learned. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. She's very allergic to alcohol. Very, very much <laughs> so. Having repeat reactions. Yes. So then her... One of her parents brought me home, brought me back to school, and I'm like, okay, well, it's like 5.30 in the morning. Nobody... It was Sunday morning. I'm like, nobody will be up. I'll be able to just sneak back up into this room, whatever. Because, again, I looked like shit the two most attractive guys that i've ever seen in my life are headed to the gym <laughs> of course they're like you know where the weights are yeah and i'm like doing the, basically the walk of shame not really right. saving my roommate's life <laughs> but whatever <laughs> and they're like ooh rough night i'm like fuck you like <laughs> I'm like, whatever. <laughs> oh, great time. You're like, go lift weights for the Lord. Yeah, Get out of here. Real. And so then we ended up another, uh, another, a, a very quick story. We had a guy in our room, which was not, you had, like, you had to keep the door open. And they had to be out by, like, 8.30 or 9 or whatever the time was. And we're sit all, all my roommates and I are sitting there doing homework. This one girl. Same girl? Different girl. Oh. Summer. I don't give a shit. I don't like her. And she doesn't like me, so it's fine. She had this guy who we didn't even know and whatever in the room. And then 9 o'clock comes and she shuts the door with him inside. You're like, listen, there, we, six of us already live here. Yeah. 
so I'm just like, oh. so I'm sitting in the Seven's living room. A crowd. Yeah, I'm sitting in the living room just doing my homework. And of course, the RA comes knocking on the door because she can hear this dude talking. So we all get in trouble. We all have to do community service and we all have to go to chapel. Mandatory. Ew. So I had to go sit on Wednesday mornings and listen to some preacher guy talk about how fun worshiping Jesus is. So that was pretty much my like, okay, I'm done with the situation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we I, there are there are many many stories. Again, I was only there for five months, and uh-huh. I have probably a, a I could probably write a book. Yeah, about the college experience. I did go to one toga party, so I'd say college was a success. Then I went home, came back home, went to uh, Green River, and got my AA last year, and to be determined for the rest of it. Um. Keelan is always like, oh, look, we'll go into a bookstore. He's like, let's go visit all your college friends. And I'm like, listen, first of all, yes, I read a lot in college. And I also, you know, stormed through the entire series of Gilmore Girls and Charmed. And oh, I absolutely. have literally no regrets. I have no embarrassing photos. I have no sad stories. I have no stories. But it's fine. I have enough for the both of us. It's, it's fine. fine. There's a pizza time right around the corner. By the way, I just learned that Renton has a pizza time up the hill. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never been. Oh, my God. I basically lived off pizza time. It was like half a block away from my apartment when I... Which would make sense as to why I was so fat. But, <laughs> you know. We'll have to, we'll have to uh, it's fine. venture out there sometimes. Oh, Absolutely. Days. Um, so after college, um, I got married, then swiftly got divorced. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that was a, another huge contributing factor into why I didn't ever do anything in college. I was in a long-term relationship, uh, in a long distance, long-term relationship. So after that moved him into Bellingham, worked at T-Mobile, we got divorced, we got married and then we got divorced. We got married in Las Vegas. Good times on on New Year's Eve. Oh. So it was wild. But, um. Yeah, then I got divorced, uh, met someone else, and moved from Washington to Washington. Um, Hell yeah, you did. Yeah, so, well, technically I lived just outside of Baltimore um, for about six years. That, I think, would probably be my favorite place I've ever lived, Would is the East Coast. I feel like the East Coast mm-hmm. resonates with my soul. Like West on- Coast, best coast. Sorry about it. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, <laughs> live that lie. Go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> But let's just understand that the East Coast, as far as the United States of America, is where it all started. Don't. Uh-huh. Yeah. For yeah. someone who loves Hamilton so much, you, I would imagine you would resonate with the fact that, you know, New York City. Yeah, but do you even under, do you even know how problematic the founding fathers were? You don't even know. Okay. Okay. So, um, I lived just outside of Baltimore for six years. I worked at uh, a labor organization. Um, mm-hmm. most of my time that I was there, that city obviously is very diverse. It was a huge change yes. from my little eastern Washington town, Bellingham, and then this. Um. It was amazing, though. It was. I loved the East Coast so much. I love the directness and the brusqueness of the people who just like have no time for your bullshit. And I'm like, okay. It took me like a year to get over that. Like, why am I always telling the clerk at the grocery store to have a good day? <laughs> like, why isn't she telling me to have a good day? Okay, but how can they talk about the Seattle freeze when it's everybody else? I mean, not that the Seattle freeze is not a thing. No, the Seattle freeze is a thing because like. Those people aren't going to pretend to be nice to you. Yeah. Whereas in Seattle, they'll pretend to be nice to you. Fair. Like, they're going to be like, oh. And then they're, like, <laughs> never going to invite you over. They're never going to. But, like, in Baltimore, like, they aren't going to waste their fucking time even pretending to be nice to you Fair. if they don't want to be nice to you. Um, that's what I loved most about it. Uh, it was, just like, very different. Took the train to work every day. Like, I worked right on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., um, God, what a life. It was wild. It's like very different than this life. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was uh, I was married. I ended up getting buying a house and getting married. Um, and it was very it was very different. I would I would move back to the East Coast probably in a heartbeat if like my life was different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not. And you can never leave. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm obviously like I've sworn a blood pact to my current employer and <laughs> <laughs> I'm never leaving. So, um, yeah, but I would I would definitely go back. But I would think some of my favorite things is like 
that's something that I never really realized in Washington is like we have like obviously there's Seattle, but then it's like hours before you get to the next like largely populated place. Yeah. Like the next largely populated place is Portland. And like does anybody really want to go there? And fuck Portland. Um <laughs> When I lived on the East Coast, somebody said to me, isn't Portland where, like, 25-year-olds go to retire? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. So, um, yeah. I do- so, but so living funny. there, it was like I could be in Philadelphia in, like, two hours. I could be in New York City in three hours. I could be in, God, you know, Virginia. Yeah. And it was, like, everything's so small. Like, Washington's so big. Yeah. So, like, I was told people when I lived in Bellingham and my family was in Eastern Washington, it would take me like five and a half hours to get home from school. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, and I could still drive in Washington for like another three hours before I got to the border of the state. Mm -hmm. Like it's so big and they have no, they have no understanding of how large it is. Um, so yeah, I did a lot of really fun things, but one of the things that I loved is like every band tours over there. And, like, oh, they'll yeah. play New York City, they'll play Philadelphia, they'll play Washington, D.C., they'll play Baltimore. Like, they'll play all four of those places. So, it's, like, you could always go to a concert, and, like, if that date didn't work for you, you could drive three hours and go to another concert. Like, Dude, that does Dude, that does not stop me from going to see the 1975 in Seattle one day, <laughs> and then two days later going down to Portland to watch them right. for a second time. But I... See, now that'd be dangerous for me because I'd see them in all four. <laughs> right. Like, and I, <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. I like that. I thought, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's, it's different. And I, um, I obviously, I was working in a completely different aspect of the same arena mm-hmm. that we're, we're working in right now. Both of us work in the labor field at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, we'll talk about that. I'm sure ad nauseum in the future, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I was working for the international version of what we work for now. And it, it was, it was very different, but, um, it was, it was awesome. And working in DC was amazing. And like, I literally worked somewhere where I looked out the window and I saw the Capitol building every single day. I walked and ran on my lunch at the Capitol building. Like it was so amazing. Um, I do have regrets about the fact that like, I didn't see enough when I was mm-hmm. there. Cause like everything is free. Like you can go to every Smithsonian for free. Like yeah. there's so many cool things to do. And like when you live somewhere, you never appreciate where you live, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's something to think about like where you're living right now. Like, Nobody ever appreciates where they're living in the moment. Yeah, that's when we were talking about doing this episode and I was writing stuff down. um, There there were a lot of things in in Seattle and stuff that I was like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's that's like a cool thing to do. And like, right. Like, I've never been to Mopop EMP. I've never been there. Oh, I love I I have. I have. Right. And like, but yeah, there's so many things. I've lived in Washington majority of my life. Mm -hmm. Never been there. Um, I would say I think that Baltimore and D.C. get a very bad rap. I don't think they get enough credit for how cool they are um, Mm -hmm. and how much culture there is and how many things you can do. And like, I think, you know, especially um, while I was living there was during the Freddie Gray riots and stuff. And like, so people were getting a really crazy picture of like Baltimore is like this criminal filled town and you know they're focusing on like the homicides i'm not saying that those are not a problem and that there's stuff going on there and there's a lot of racial inequality and stuff there but um the those name those same neighborhoods bring so much cool stuff to the neighborhood and um some of the best things i've ever eaten in baltimore and dc which we will talk about that again someday we will talk about the best food we've ever ate because Haley and i are both like restaurant junkies and like we've traveled together a couple times and it's like okay so where are we eating like (laughs) that is the number one priority it's like we're gonna get okay what music can we see live where can we get a tattoo and what are we eating yes that's Haley and Laura yeah travel bucket list well and to add to that the one thing I would add to that is you would be like where can I go run like where can yeah that's true and I'm I'm there too now. You, I know, right? Like, well, it. and it's cool. It's Congrats. like, yeah. you ruined me. <laughs> that that's one of my favorite things about like when I um when I lived in 
like the Baltimore area and like being able to be like, yeah, I ran on the National Mall. Like I went at lunch and I went and ran by the fucking like Washington Monument mm-hmm. and like such cool things. So like, oh yeah, I ran in front of the White House. Like, you know, and um, <laughs> I'm could probably use some conditioning because I've been out of practice. I've been I've been riding my Peloton. Uh, I'll talk about that a lot too. I'm sure like everybody who owns a Peloton and everyone's like, could you fucking stop? Like, like we know your opinion already. It's the best. Well, this is opinions on opinions. So you're going to get Ooh. multiple opinions on the Peloton. Multiple layers. It's like an onion. Anyway. Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and we talked about, uh, it's so funny. Like, I didn't even know when I moved into to Baltimore. Like, <laughs> you know, when you're from the West Coast, you really have no, like, understanding of where things are at. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, we were talking about... Like, I had no idea Johns Hopkins was in Baltimore. It's, like, a notorious college. And, like, Baltimore gets such a bad rap. And it has all these beautiful colleges. You know, you know, I smoked pot with Johnny Hopkins. (laughs) (laughs) We were blazing it up every day. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, considering your college story, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, God. Yeah, so... But yeah, it's like, it's such a cool place. And the East Coast has, it's like just so packed and condensed and like every inch is taken up versus like where I came from. It's like wide open, wide open spaces. Yeah. <laughs> to quote the Dixie Chicks. God, I hate myself right now. Same. Um. So you. yeah. <laughs> wow. Brutal. I hate, I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> And my response is. to like there, every time I'm there, a she shows her true colors. She's like, it's I, not my fault. I was Slytherin. Yeah, God, she should get that tattooed. You should get that tattooed on my forehead. A tattoo. A tattoo on my forehead. I'm a Slytherin. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, Gail, that I'm a Slytherin. Oh God. Anyway, so yeah, that's um, and then I came back here in um 2019. Been oh, here yeah, since, hanging out. Can't believe it's 2021 already. Yeah. It's been two years since we moved back, and it's wild. Absolutely. Yep. Well, back to my life. Yeah. Uh, still living in Renton. Still living in Renton. I know you're like, I went here, and I lived here, and it was incredible. I'm like, I lived in my basement. <laughs> and then one time I moved to the basement, and then I thought, mm, it's too dark, so I moved back upstairs. I just want you to know that you just told the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't like it down here. It's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um i have noticed that it is more creepy down here than when i live down here well um, yeah because no one lives down here a hundo percent a ghost in this house we'll get into it later we'll get into it later oh uh, yeah Haley and i share a deep love for uh scared to death podcast oh, God. um uh, yeah. yeah yeah oof uh, yeah anyway so post college post the five months i was away <laughs> Um, I came home, was like, okay, I should probably get my license, should probably get a job. I'm an adult now. I'm 18. Whatever. Started working at Starbucks in the Fred Meyer down the road from my house. So I was part of UFCW, Teamster, not Teamster. 21. Good God. UFCW 21. Yes, that's correct, which is where my dad used to work. So he knew my rep. He got he got my rep his job. Oh my god. Um anyway, worked there for maybe a year. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. You're Who asking knows? me about your life, so I, I know. don't know. I don't know. Check my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> um that was fun. That was a good experience. I became addicted to coffee. That was a good time. Uh you you know, living the dream. Um then I went to work for the Museum of Flight, which I did for about two years. Um, that which was... is right across the street from her high school. Yes. Again, airplanes. Uh, there was a point in my life where if I heard a plane, I could name the plane. Um, that's, that's wild. I cannot I'm do like, that. I'm like, wow, that's loud. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. You're like, what is that? I've been is to like three airplane? air shows in my life and I'm just like, what? <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, cool simulation of bombs, I guess. Um, yeah, that was definitely the natural progression of my life was going to work for the Museum of Flight across the street from my high school. That um, makes sense. 
Yeah, that was fun. Um, we worked with the space shuttle trainer, which full circle story. Um, when I was a freshman in high school at aviation, uh, <laughs> we did a essay contest to send to uh, NASA question mark <laughs> in an attempt to receive. The FAA. <laughs> in an attempt to receive one of the space shuttles for the museum of flight because oh. the school kind of partnered with the museum the school's whatever. like could you do this the, the museum's like could you do this work for us <laughs> this? please um and i won i was i was in the top 10 Ooh. um top 10 of 100 essays um reading back at this essay a couple years ago it is horrendous and i don't know how i won an award and every i just want every other person who did not get the top 10 to know that you don't know how to write anything because if i won the top 10 you guys just put your name on a blank piece of paper and turn it in that's all i have to say um anyway we did not get you did we did not not surprisingly enough with my top tier essay we did not get the space shuttle or one of the three that were up for grabs i think they went to your stupid smithsonian um (laughs) the stupid right your stupid smithsonian (laughs) over on the east coast but even better we got the space shuttle trainer the fft the full fuselage trainer where you could actually go inside so big old middle finger to the smithsonian because you can't even go into that space shuttle because that is an artifact we get to give tours of the trainer on the inside. You have to pay buku bucks. And by buku bucks, I mean like $30 a person. It might be more now. I don't know. That was a few years ago. <laughs> but I was certified as one of the trainers. And that was probably the best part of the job. Nobody wa- – there were only a certain amount of people trained for the FFT. And while I was working there, my least favorite thing to do. Did not – but now looking back on it, I'm like, God, that was so fun. I want to volunteer and do that again. Mm-hmm. I will not. Don't ask me. That's that's like rose-colored glasses. You yeah. like look back at something, you're like, oh, that was so much fun. And then you're like, wait, I have to squeeze my ass into that thing and like <laughs> and climb talk to up. people. <laughs> Did you know that they use a Toyota not. Corolla filter and filtering the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
Ooh. Uh, their mac and cheese is pretty good, too. Okay. And their breakfast brisket tacos. Didn't they uh, just build one in, like, Auburn or something? Mm-hmm. They have they have a couple locations now. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so I'd walk over there. Heck, yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Um, but I worked there. It was, like, super shitty. I started out as the receptionist. Um, and then... Hmm. Then I had a friend who was who was the receptionist, and then she went over into sales. We were all in the same tiny room. Then, then the company was like, "Oh, we're actually going to move to Everett." Oof! Anybody who knows knows. That's yeah. The, from written written to Everett is a hike. Yeah, and it's like a it's about an hour in the morning. Away. Well, longer than that in the morning. But I I moved up there because I knew. Oh right. I knew that it was going to be horrendous. So I was like, "Well, I'll just get a little apartment with me and my cats." Um, <laughs> me, and my kitties. me and my kitties. I'm a crazy cat lady. Um, and so I moved up there with the company. My friend Sally didn't. So then her position as the salesperson was kind of open and they're like, well, we don't want to hire anybody new and we don't want to hire another receptionist. So can you do both? Of course they did. Were and you unionized? <laughs> no, and I didn't even have any medical insurance, but it was fine. I was still on You're my like, parents. No, ma'am. I would not like to do work outside of my bargaining unit. <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, of course. Like more money, more problems. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, definitely not enough. I think it was only like, oh God, I want to say maybe $4 an hour more to do like an entire job. So you're doing two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems about right for corporate America. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. <laughs> um, so I was doing that, which I loved. And as the receptionist, I was the receptionist and then I did the sales and then I was basically the office manager because <laughs> so really you were doing three jobs for four dollars more yes cute um so i did all the ordering for supplies i did everything we had like a a person i think his name was greg <laughs> i don't remember something it's always like that. greg i think so um he did all the ordering of the actual like fasteners <laughs> the nuts, nuts and, and bolts. bolts and screws um <laughs> and washers oh washers yeah mm-hmm. important. very important very important um Anyway, so he did, like, all of the actual, like, purchasing. But I was like, anybody need some Post-its? I'm putting the order in today. (laughs) Um, Then we got a new, like, manager or whatever. Not that anybody from this company is listening, nor would they or care. But, like, I so don't want to say any names. That's fine. Except for Greg. Except for Greg. Greg was cool. Greg was cool. (laughs) Jeff was cool, too. But... We'll get to it. Um, this new manager, he was so out of his element. And I was, like, super trying to be helpful because I'm a rule follower. I'm a good yeah. person. And I was just like, well, you know, just do this and da-da-da, whatever. So me and another coworker, I don't remember if I just said their name or not, but we'll just go with another coworker. Um, we would hang out in the warehouse and like, I also did work in the warehouse because, because this, this, this four jobs, this specific, <laughs> yeah. You, can you just keep a tally? Yeah, I am. I am <laughs> this keeping it specific sales rep was like the only one who knew how to do anything. Mm-hmm. Cause the other one would be like, Oh, you need a da 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 screw, which I had like eight of on my desk at the time. And even I, somebody who doesn't know fasteners knew exactly what it was and, and could tell you exactly where in the warehouse to get it. Somebody called in, Oh yeah, I need like 150 of these. Ah, oh, sorry. That doesn't exist. Click like, Oh, this is the kind of company that we're at. Okay, cool. But the other guy, he was cool. He started making these kits for this company and nobody in the warehouse really knew how to do it. So he, he would come into work and like build the kits. So he was doing two jobs. And so then I always felt bad. So I'm like, you were doing four jobs. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll help you build these kits. And it was super easy. I mean, I would have been really great working in the warehouse. They didn't make (laughs) any money. So I'm glad I did what I was doing, but I was like, I can put bolts in a bag and seal them. (laughs) Um, so me and this other rep or this other salesperson got like, we were friends. We were friends. We were friends. We were friends. Mm-hmm. He was married with kids. Like I, friends. Okay. And we'd hang out in the warehouse all the time. And this manager oh, I can't totally wait. thought something was going on. Of course it did. So he would like come out into the warehouse and be like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Like, Oh, we're you? just, we're just, you know, 
going to town on each other in the back of the warehouse in the middle of the work day, you know? Good God. Um, (laughs) so I was just like, the the environment just got weird. Yeah. Um, and so then I, I got an interview where I'm currently working. Okay. And I went down, back down to Renton, to Tequila, to do this interview. I told everybody at my work that I was going down to school to take a test because Green River. 100%. I'm not going to tell them I'm going for a job interview. Yeah. Um, the same thing I did at my job. Yeah. When I got the job here where we're both working. Yeah. I was like, oh, ooh, God, um, I have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. I'm like, so like absolutely not going to be like, I have a job interview. Right. I'm about to bust out this bitch. Exactly. So then I go back up there and then I'm like waiting. And it was so funny. When I got the call that I got our my current job, mm-hmm. I was in my apartment I had just gotten into pajamas. I put my retainers in. I had some, like, bleach. I had a face mask on. Like, totally. It was, like, my Trecho self, like, night. I love it. Turned on a movie. And then I get a call from the boss. And I'm like, uh, I ripped those retainers out. I'm like, hello. And then I got the job. I was like, great. And Did like, John call you? Yeah. Yeah, John called me, too. I was like, okay. I had never met him. Yeah. And so I was just like, I don't know who this guy is. Like, oh, my God. Uh. Great conversation, whatever. Um, so then I go into work. And so I was like, okay, well, I need – I'm going to put my two weeks in. But I had – they wanted me to start right before the 4th of July. And, like, four months before I had planned a vacation for the 4th of July. So I was like, right. can I start on the 9th? Whatever. Perfect. So I called – or I went into work, like, the next day. And I was like, hey – um, I'm putting my two weeks in. But I have vacation coming up. But I'm going to be... Well, and then what I... I don't remember exactly how the situation went, but I basically... Oh, I think I told John that I had... That I needed, like, three weeks or something, and then I could start, and he was like, that's fine. Um, So I was like, well, I'm putting my two weeks in, Um, but I'm going to be gone next week, so you can have me for the week after my vacation to train whoever you hire in this next week. Yeah. Did they fire you on the spot? Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, I had that happen to me, like, twice. It was awesome. I took everything. I took... <laughs> You're, like, taking all these fasteners. Everything. Nuts, no, because I, I didn't need any of that. You're but like, I'm in like, case I lose some Ikea furniture pieces, take these. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, you remember all of those post-it notes that I just ordered for everybody? Those are mine. Those are mine. I took the stapler. I should, probably shouldn't be saying this. <laughs> I... I ordered more before I left. Of course you did. So it's you like guilted. You were like, God damn it! They'll Their get money, or- not mine. <laughs> They'll get an order of post-its after I leave. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like left. He basically was like, get out. And so I, like, he was like the, and this was the original manager, yeah. not this new guy. The new guy was like, um, but the old guy was like, his name was Steve. I'll 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 drop his name. I don't care anymore. Um, as I was leaving, everybody was like, oh, bye, 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 whatever. And I'm like, dude is not, like, just going to tell me to get GTFO without, like, saying something to me. So I, like, went into his office and I was like, well, you know, thank you for the The opportunity. opportunity. Love it. (laughs) And he just sat there on his computer typing away and was basically like, and I stood there and I held my hand out to him to shake his hand. I just stood there and waited. Probably three minutes, just in silence. I'm like, I'm not. I call the police. Like, I'm not leaving unless you shake my my hand. So then he finally just like shook my hand, and then I was like, okay, deuces. So then I left, and then I surprised Kathy at home, and I was like, like, surprise! I don't have. I'm like, I don't have a job anymore. And she's like, what? So then I went on vacation, and then I and then I I I was like, good news, John. I can start on the ninth. So it worked out perfect. Yeah, that was that was another one of those like stick it to the to the man moments where yeah. it's like really that's your stick it to the man story. I'm like, dude shook my hand. Yeah. He didn't want to, but he did. Oh my god. Well, so mess with me and I'll make you shake my hand, <laughs> whether so you want to or not. Between the two of us, we've mm-hmm. lived 
In Renton? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> in Washington, in Maryland, and that's it. And in Arizona. Oh, and Arizona. You yes. can't forget five, five months, months in Arizona. Arizona. Um, so... I have a tattoo to prove it. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> um, it's a Saguaro because that was the building I lived in. A Saguaro is a cactus. Oh, thank you so much for that because I'm like, cute, what? <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah, I think that, you know, it's really important to think about where you come from. Um, obviously, I've been very fortunate to live on both coasts. They, it's had, like, a crazy impact on a lot of the ways I think and the opinions I have, which mm-hmm. you will all hear about as we continue to have this show. Um, <laughs> I will not say which one I prefer because I have deep love and appreciation for both. I know Haley, obviously, is a West Coast, Best Coast. Um, I mean, I've been to the East Coast a couple times. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, West I think Coast, you Best really Coast have to, sure. like, live somewhere. Um, and, you know, I was obviously, you know, I was, I, was living, I was living my best life. You know, if you live somewhere and it sucks, I'm sure you don't, you don't form those same types of opinions. But yeah. I really do think you don't appreciate a place until you're gone and you can't be there all the time. And, um... Yeah, I think that, you know, where you live has a huge impact on the things that you think and the things you like and, you know, how you think about the world. And I think this is a great intro to who we are and what to expect going yeah. forward. And uh, I look forward to uh, to talking about all sorts of topics and hearing your opinions and shitting on them. And Yeah. All right, y'all. <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye.